Hey, sweet ones. Welcome to a new episode of the All That To Say podcast with me, your host, Elizabeth Klein. On this podcast, we talk about the hard stuff. A, because I've been through a lot of it. B, because most of you have too. And C, because I really believe that we have a loving God who wants us to grow by walking alongside of him throughout our lives. Now, before we jump in on today's topic, I just want to make sure that each one of you knows about my brand new offering, shall we say. For those of you who are in difficult marriages, or for those of you who are separated or divorced, I now, for the first time, I think, um, and probably moving forward, am now offering both of my three-month comprehensive e-courses, Marriage Methods for Women in Difficult Marriages, and Heartbreak to Hope for Women Who Are Separated or Divorced, are now Pay What You Can. I don't want money to stand in the way of you getting the healing and the hope and the tangible tools that you need to grieve and process and heal and grow. So you can check the link in the show notes and uh, let's get on with the show. On today's episode, I thought I'd share some things that I hope I've taught my children or maybe all the things I would want them to know as adults in this crazy world. This is actually another reason why I even started this podcast. Not that they listen. I don't know if they do, but I thought maybe one day they'd want to know what I thought about such and such. And when I'm gone, they can listen to me talk about it all. Okay. The absolute first and most important thing I want my children to know deep down in their hearts and souls and minds and bodies is the love of God. And not just the big wide love of God that he has for the world, but his specific, intimate, personal love that he has for each one of them. Knowing, truly knowing that God loves you as Father, as Jesus, as Holy Spirit, that he's with you, that he lives in you when you trust in him and give your life to him, that he will never leave you, that he's for you, that he's delighted with you. Oh my word, this love can and should change your lives, change your choices, change your relationships, change your everything. And since you don't have to beg anyone else, like including your parents or girlfriend or boyfriend or spouse or employer or friends or anyone to love you, you know, because you're already completely loved, you get to live in such a free way in this world. Then I'd want you to know how much I love you. I mean, there's no way for me to really explain it, and you won't fully get it until you become parents yourselves, but it's a crazy kind of love, guys. I can't not love you. I just can't. It's like it's not a choice. God's love is better and is always with you, no doubt, but mine is like right under that. Then I'd want you to know that life is hard and God is good. I've been through a ridiculous number of hard things in my lifetime. Heck, you guys have too already. And I can tell you right now that God was with me and he was with us and he was with each of you through every single moment. He held us up, guys. He brought us through. We're still standing, not because we're strong and resilient human beings, though we are, but because God got us through. Also, about these hard things in life. If you lean into them and not try to deny that they're happening, you can learn and grow and become a better person and become even closer to God. My relationship with God became better through each of my hard things, I promise you. 
and hard life situations aren't just about you going through a hard thing for some like rando reason. They are so that you can lean on God, receive his comfort and healing, grow in your faith. And then you turn that comfort and healing into compassion and comfort for the people he puts in your life. Second Corinthians one says, blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of mercies and the God of all comfort who comforts us in all our hard times so that we may be able to comfort those who are in a hard time with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. So first guys, go to him when you are sad, angry, in despair, struggling, confused, anxious, go to him, go to him. He will comfort you. We have the God of all comforts but then you turn that around and you offer the comfort and the wisdom and the healing that he's given you. You offer it. You pour it out freely to those in your life. Okay. What else? Um, choose your extra people wisely. There are some people in our lives that are kind of like have tos, let's be honest, like me. <laughs> um, you're stuck with me, but there are others like friends that you get to choose. A good friend is a gift that will make your life better and sweeter. You have seen the good friends in my life, the ones who have lasted, the long haul ones. You know they make my life better and sweeter. Okay, also on the flip side, this is a tough one, but it is okay to walk away from a relationship for a time, for a season, or permanently with prayer and only after you've tried your part to keep it like alive and healthy. But not every relationship is lifelong, and that's really okay. Sometimes your work is your calling, and that's amazing. And sometimes your work is your job, and your calling is something extra, and that's great too. But you absolutely have been given gifts by God that he wants you to use in your lifetime that only you have, that only you can do in your specific way. Ephesians 2.10 says, for we are God's handiwork, his masterpiece created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So first and foremost, you are just this work of art of God's. You were created by God. You were created in Christ Jesus. And one of the reasons you were created was to do good things in this world, to be a light for him. Okay. And if you don't know your gifts, ask God, ask me, ask your closest friends, ask a mentor. Speaking of, get a mentor if you don't already have one. You know how much Miss Charlotte has meant to me, what her wisdom and prayers have done to shape me and you guys, and how much healing God used her to bring, not just to me, but to our family. So find someone to pour into you. And honestly, you may have to ask. Odds are, a person's not going to walk up to you and say, hey, may I mentor you? It doesn't work that way. So be willing and ready to ask if you see someone that you want to learn from. Also, though my mentor with my relationship with Charlotte has now gone on like 12 years, she's still my mama birdie. Those are also things that can be seasonal. So don't think that you have to like lock in with someone for the rest of your life. It could be for three months. It could be for a year. It could be on one topic. Okay. While we're on this, you find someone to pour into. You may feel you have little to give 
either at this season of life or your age or whatever, but you're farther along than someone else. And there is a younger version of you who needs what you have to offer. I promise you. Okay. Um, no one's opinion of you matters except God's. Like even mine. Not to be all new agey here, but truly, you do you. Okay. I don't love that phrase. So better put, you and Jesus do you and Jesus. Listen to Paul in 1 Corinthians 4. I care very little if I am judged by you or by any human. Indeed, I do not even judge myself. My conscience is clear, but that does not make me innocent. It is the Lord who judges me. Okay, so basically he's saying it's okay not to care what anyone else thinks of you as long as you're walking with Jesus and trying to do what he's leading you to do. Okay, while I'm on this, how do you do this? How do you quote unquote walk with Jesus? Hopefully you've picked some things up along the way. Um, but you read your Bible and you pray and you get around people who are doing the same thing. Like every day, read your Bible and pray. You've watched me have a quiet time pretty much every day of your lives. God's word is true. It's legit. It's for us. It's a love story between God and us. It's full of wisdom and it can be not just your guide, but your absolute source of comfort when your world falls apart, which it will again at some point, I'm sorry to say. You also walk with Jesus by literally talking with him all the time. Like he's your very best friend because he is like he's with you all the time, even when you're alone, because he is. He's the best thing you've got going for you guys. He really is. Invite Jesus into every part of your day in life. Ask him to heal you, to guide you, to mother you, to father you, to provide for you, to protect you, to give you wisdom and strength and peace and joy and hope to fill you with his love, to use you to be a light to others. Uh, I pray all of these things over you, by the way. Also, when Jesus is your most important thing, I'm not going to go so far as to say that everything else just falls into place. I don't think life works like that, but it sure does help with the rest of life when you are continually bringing your thoughts back to him, asking for his advice, asking for his help, reminding, um, asking him to remind you that he loves you. Okay, what else? Um, it's better to be kind than right. When I was your age, I said probably 75 to 90% of what I was thinking when I was thinking it. And honestly, I hurt a ton of people, including your dad. Now that I'm older, I say probably 25 to 40% of what I'm thinking and feeling when I'm thinking and feeling it, if that and all of my relationships, including my marriage with Richard, are better for it. I'm not saying like hold in all your feelings. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying to stuff everything. But I am saying like take a beat. Take one breath before saying that sarcastic or harsh thing. That thing that you just want to let fly because you're angry. Remember, you don't have to apologize for words that you've never said. Okay. Um, do some regular inner work. Like, you know, I'm a fan of counseling. I have been in and out of counseling since I was 20. I will go in for a season here or there when something pops up. I think it's one of the best things out there. Um, or you can read a really good book on a topic that you might need to do some work on, or you can take a class just for fun. Yes, that is a real thing. Or take one of those personality questionnaires, like uh, Enneagram quiz or Myers-Briggs or figuring out your attachment style or do a Bible study on your own or um, with a friend. Always keep trying to become a better human. 
I didn't write anything about this down, but I also want to say kind of along these lines, I was, uh, I hustled. I spent um, the first, you know, say 20, not first 25 years of my life, say 25 to 50 hustling. And I think in large part, that was because I was trying to gain approval and I was trying, I was just striving. And when you can rest in who you are in God and how much he loves you, sorry, um, you'll get to a place that you don't have to hustle all the time. Now there is a hustling because, you know, you need to pay your bills and your grownups. So yes, but there's also this undercurrent where you find that you might be hustling to um, win someone over. And that I just want to encourage you to lay that down sooner rather than later. Um, <clears throat> take care of yourself spiritually, physically, relationally, emotionally, mentally, financially, educationally, and vocationally. You're adults. I'm no longer there to make sure you're doing all the things. That's on you now. Your whole life is on you now, you and God. You are 100% responsible for pretty much er every area of your life. I'm here to support. I'm here for suggestions when you have questions. I'm definitely here to pray, but that's about it at this point. You've got this, guys. I've been watching. You've so got this. Uh, It's okay to ask for help. It's not a sign of weakness. Everyone needs help. No one knows everything, and most people are super happy to be asked and to offer up what they know. Life is hard enough without carrying around childhood baggage and resentments and bitterness. Um, Work through your stuff. You've got stuff from both your dad and me and from the divorce. Um, Yeah, work through it. Also, forgive. I won't say forgive and forget. I think God allows us to remember maybe to like protect ourselves from getting hurt over and over by the same person or by similar kinds of people, but forgiving every single person who has hurt you and keeping short accounts will help set you free in a way that not much else will. Also, when you mess up, ask for forgiveness. Um, There's really nothing that can make someone's heart Um, softened to you more than offering up a sincere, I messed up, I was wrong, I'll do better, or even how can I do better? Wrapping up. Love Jesus. Keep loving Jesus. I know you guys do. Um, Love him with your whole everything. Ask him to help you love him more. Ask Jesus to help you fall in love with him. Ask Jesus to become your your best thing. Those are all prayers he will want to answer. Um, Be kind to everybody. Be gentle. This life is serious and it's hard, but have some some fun. (laughs) It's okay to have fun sometimes. Um, Last thing, text your mother back when she texts you, hypothetically. Okay. Okay. She's working on not texting you as much, but she won't be around forever and you will miss her when she's gone. Uh, In fact, text every person back who texts you. That's just sort of a a courtesy, even if it's short. And know this, I love you, I love you, I love you more than you know. 
Um, as always, whoever out there in the world is listening, you can share this episode, you can subscribe to it, you can rate it if you like, which would mean so much to me. So sweet ones, my specific sweet ones, and all the sweet ones who are listening, you are the unconditionally beloved son and daughter of God, and if you're mine, of me, and God is so delighted with you. You came into this world and you start each day already completely loved with no other loves to beg for and nothing to prove to anyone. Till next time, so, so much love.